This week and next, actually, you're hearing a fascinating documentary that's produced and presented by Dr. Ben Makin. It's called Life, What on Earth Is It? Ben has gathered scientists from universities right across the country to, to try and answer that question. And in part two, Ben picks up his conversation with Professor Michael Sweet from the University of Derby, who's been talking about viruses and what they are in the context of life on Earth. Even though we know so much about viruses now, the actual origins of viruses remains unknown. So not only do we not know the origin of life, um, but we don't understand the origin of where these, these viruses have actually come from. Have they come from plasmids? Have they, come, have they evolved when the first bacteria evolved? Or did they evolve uh, when eukaryotes uh, came onto the scene? Or well, my likely theory is that they've evolved in many different instances, and hence why you get this plethora of diversity associated with uh, viruses and the, the different types that you find. And so because of that, um, they, they are often referred to as organisms on the edge of life. Um, and I find that a beautiful term because uh, life still uh, uh, finds a way. Life is still uh, pushed in there. Uh, they still replicate. Uh, they're still passing on their genetic information, but they play a, a really interesting uh, role in, in what's called horizontal gene transfer. And that's been associated with actual evolution of, of uh, well, all, all organisms higher than, than the viral side of things. So basically every other aspect of life uh, that we could discuss. So whether viruses are really vital as far as talking about uh life and, and whether we're going to find viruses on on other planets or not um, is 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 one argument but then the importance associated with that and how it structures and, and changes other aspects of life uh, is definitely something which can't be uh, uh, argued with and what you get with viruses uh, is again these these various different hypotheses and I find these these beautiful things to, to talk about so one of the one of the hypotheses for where viruses come from was is called the regression hypothesis, um, and it's also known as the reduction hypothesis. And the, the argument here is that um, things like bacteria uh, bacteria such as uh, rickettsia or chlamydia uh, can only reproduce inside host cells. So maybe over time uh, that these bacteria, uh, which have that reliance on other organisms to actually reproduce, same as what viruses uh, do in today's day and age, uh, are just uh, small cells which have parasitized larger cells uh, and over time lost some of their genes and therefore this idea of regression or reduction uh, comes into play. And so that would argue that there had to be some other form of life to start off with and then these viruses came in and, and were paras parasites uh, after that concept. The, the next uh, theory talks about the, the sort of cellular origin hypothesis, uh, uh, and this is also known as the escape hypothesis. Different people like to come up with different uh, hypotheses which fit into this. And in my mind, uh, this sort of echoes uh, with the protocells because uh, this escape hypothesis talks about uh, a folded DNA um, and the, uh, the, act the actual aspect of uh, plasmids, so pieces of DNA which can move between cells, uh, or transposons, which are the mobile genetic elements, uh, being able to move away from uh, a, a cell like a bacteria um, and start to live on its own. And again, uh, produce a, a sort of parasitic, parasitic aspect. Um, so that's the, the escape hypothesis or cellular origin hypothesis. But again, that, that refers to the fact that 
you would have had a, a bacteria in this instance uh, as the, the original origin of life. Um, the next one is, uh, and this is the sort of uh, third and final, really, um, and this is the virus the first hypothesis or the co-evolution hypothesis. Um, and this is the concept where they, they've actually evolved from, from complex molecules of proteins and nucleic acids at the same time as cells, uh, and they have a dependency of cellular life uh, for, for billions of years. So um, something which uh, led to that, uh, this hypothesis, is, is the, the discovery of viroids. And viroids are similar to viruses. They're actually a classification of viruses. And they're molecules of RNA which lack the protein coat. So uh, the protein coat is, is one of the essential uh, aspects of what a virus is. Uh, there's all these things called virus-like particles, uh, which are where you use things like transmission electron microscope to actually try and describe uh, what viruses look like in, in anything, tissues and things like that. Um, and because it's quite tricky to actually uh, describe them, uh, most scientists call them VLPs, virus-like particles. And uh, But what we're looking for is distinct shapes and structures and things like that. Um, and viroids are actually missing one aspect of, of what, a, what makes a virus. Um, and interestingly, they, they do not code, uh, so these viroids do not code for proteins and use the host machinery again for their, their replication. Um, but it's another sort of missing link, uh, which suggests that you might have had viroids first, then viruses, uh, and then moving on to uh, more higher complex uh, organisms or even single cell uh, uh, cells. Um, so it's, it's a fascinating aspect in those sort of contexts. Um, and in fact, uh, with these viroids uh, comes other um, other interesting aspects. So one of the things that people have looked at recently is you get certain viruses which are known as satellites. And these satellites, again, uh, don't necessarily play by the rule. Um, there's a good example. Uh, so this is a sort of a potential intermediate between viroids and viruses. So you've got viroids, satellites and viruses now. And satellites obviously has connotations with space. So it's a, a, a beautiful aspect uh, to, to talk about in this instance. Uh, but the hepatitis delta virus of humans has an RNA genome similar to viroids, but has a protein coat. And we know that viroids don't have protein coats, so it's not a viroid. Uh, and the protein coat is derived from the hep B virus, but it, but it can't produce its own. So this suggests that uh, you've got this halfway house uh, where the hepatitis delta virus is a satellite and it needs to be uh, associated uh, with the hep B virus um, and it has to replicate, but it's not able to replicate without it. So you've now got this sort of co-habituation of viroids, satellites and viruses, uh, which really starts the, the building block of life, uh, if you can imagine it in, in that sort of context. And if that wasn't enough, uh, then you have to bring in uh, this this concept of prions. So so prions are, are again a, a fascinating aspect, um, and they behave in a very similar way as viruses, uh, but they're actually uh, a, a just a misfolded protein. So it's it's an infection protein molecule uh, that does not contain DNA or RNA, uh, but behaves in a similar sort of context as far as disease causation and causes things like scrappy and sheep and mad cow disease, which was uh, uh, brought to fame in the UK uh, in, in the sort of uh, late 90s, uh, early 2000s. Um, and then Kutschout-Jakob disease, which is a, 
um, a, a virus which uh, or a prion which uh, causes uh, quite quite severe uh, degradation of the the brain tissue in humans. And and this discovery, uh, so the, the idea or the concept of prions. Uh, brings credence to the theory of the viral evolution from, from self-replicating molecules. So this escape hypothesis aspect. So there's lots of exciting evidence, uh, in, in all parts of, uh, of biology and, and science, uh, which tries to tackle this aspect of, of origin of life. And the thing what fascinates me the most is that you could quite easily get behind any of these sort of hypotheses because they all have facts and, and figures uh, associated with how, how they can be right. Um, and I really like that because science is, or in my book, science is all about uh, chasing for, for, for that truth. I think it's so interesting. Professor Michael Sweets from the University of Derby. Uh, there is more in part three of Life. What on earth is it?